On this holy Saturday, April 11th, 2020, we will follow the service of prayer and preaching on page 260 in LSB. We start with our first hymn, 448, O Darkest Woe. darkest woe, ye tears forth flow, as earth so sad a wonder, God the Father's only Son, now is buried yonder. O sorrow dread, our God is dead, upon the cross extended, there his love enlivened us, as his life was ended. O child of woe, who struck the blow, that killed our gracious Master. It was I, thy conscience cries, I have wrought disaster. Thy bridegroom dead, God's Lamb has bled, Upon thy sin forever, pouring out his sinless self in this vast endeavor. Such innocence his countenance. Fount of faith undying, worlds on worlds cannot contain grief at him here lying. O virgin son, what thou hast won is far beyond all telling how our God detested died hell and devil felling O Jesus Christ who sacrificed thy life for lifeless mortals. Be my life in death and bring me to heaven's portals.
Service of Prayer and Preaching, LSB, page 260. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and repents of evil. Jesus said, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Christ was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, Proclaim that his name is exalted. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. A reading from Daniel chapter 6. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom a hundred and twenty satraps, to be throughout the whole kingdom, and over them three presidents of whom Daniel was one, to whom these satraps should give account so that the king might suffer no loss. Then this Daniel became distinguished above all the other presidents and satraps, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Then the presidents and the satraps sought to find a ground for complaint against Daniel with regard to the kingdom. But they could find no ground for complaint or any fault, because he was faithful, and no error or fault was found in him. Then these men said, 
We shall not find any ground for complaint against this Daniel unless we find it in connection with the law of his God. Then these presidents and satraps came by agreement to the king and said to him, O King Darius, live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the prefects and the satraps, the counselors and the governors are agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce an injunction that whoever makes petition to any god or man for thirty days except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the document so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be revoked. Therefore King Darius signed the document and injunction. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house, where he had windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as he had done previously. Then these men came by agreement and found Daniel making petition and plea, before his God. Then they came near and said before the king, concerning the injunction, O king, did you not sign an injunction, that any one who makes petition to any god or man within thirty days except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing stands fast according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be revoked. Then they answered and said before the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or the injunction you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was much distressed and set his mind to deliver Daniel. And he labored till the sun went down to rescue him. Then these men came by agreement to the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is a law of the Medes and Persians, that no injunction or ordinance that the king establishes can be changed. Then the king commanded, and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. The king declared to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. And a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him, and sleep fled from him. Then at break of day, the king arose and went in haste to the den of lions. As he came near to the den where Daniel was, he cried out in a tone of anguish. The king declared to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, and they have not harmed me, because I was found blameless before him, and also before you, O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad, and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. And the king commanded, and those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. And before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm is Psalm 16.
Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones, in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another god shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out, or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad, and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from First Peter chapter 3. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison, because they formerly did not obey, when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through the water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And a reading from Matthew chapter 27. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who also was a disciple of Jesus, he went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there sitting opposite the tomb. Next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that impostor said, While he was still alive, after three days I will rise. Therefore order the tomb to be made secure until the third day, 
lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people, He has risen from the dead, and the last fraud will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go make it as secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with the Lenten Responsory on page 263. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He was delivered up to death. He was delivered for the sins of the people. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. He was delivered up to death. He was delivered for the sins of the people. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He was delivered up to death. He was delivered for the sins of the people. What are the Ten Commandments? You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Resting, does it cause you to rejoice, or does it cause you fear and trembling? Many today are not accustomed to resting and say ridiculous things like, well, I'll rest when I'm dead. Others take rest to the other extreme and don't want to be blamed for any problems in the world because they haven't done anything. Both sloth and overactive busyness are abuses of rest. During this time of pandemic, both sloth and over-busyness are big dangers. Many are being forced to slow down, and many are being forced to work even harder. Rest involves refreshment. Have you ever given thought to the common phrase at death, rest in peace? It is actually a bold confession of faith. What are we actually saying? When a person is resting in the casket, they're actually being refreshed. Well, how is that possible? Because of Christ and him alone. His death on Good Friday and his rest in the tomb was for us weary travelers. 
as we live with misery and death, as our bodies and souls fight and struggle, as we are vexed and bear the heavy burdens of crosses daily. This day, Holy Saturday, puts before us an important reality. Rest. Rest is given to God's children. By faith, we know this to be true. We don't always see it, and our sinful nature doesn't like what it cannot see. It is why we fill our time with so many other things that we deem to be more important because we can actually see some sort of outcome. To have faith involves a lack of control. It means that we are not in control of everything and we don't have to be. We have been tempted to believe the only thing that is worth doing is something in which I can be productive. We live in a product-driven culture, and so we must always be putting our time, our energy, our resources into producing something that others will see, so that I can be noticed, and you will know that I'm not a lazy bum. Where does this lead? To unrest. Many of us have forgotten what it means to rest. Many have forgotten even how to rest. It sounds so simple, and yet it is impossible without the grace of God. Brothers and sisters in Christ, resting also has a component of security. When one is secure, when one is not fretting and agonizing, rest can come. At the death of Jesus, both Joseph of Arimathea and the Pharisees needed to feel a sense of security. Neither could rest until the tomb was secure in their own way. Joseph rolled a stone in front of the entrance to make sure no one would go in. The Pharisees sent a guard to make sure that not only could no one get in, but no one could get out. They both felt like they had to do something in order to feel secure, in order to feel rested and able to relax. Rest is an important gift, so much so that God himself rests. He rests from his work of creation and commanded one day be observed as sacred, holy, that is not common, set apart to the Lord. Not only does God rest, he also blesses the day of rest. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. His word does marvelous things, as we will be reminded again tonight in the Easter Vigil text. His word creates life, destroys evil with the waters of the flood, and gives life to dry dead bones. His word became flesh and dwelt among us. It died for you on the cross, and today it rests. It rests in water washed over you, birthing you into the brood of God where he keeps you safely under his wings. Through baptism, you are declared righteous as the payment for sin made by the sinless Lamb of God joins you to himself. This does not stave off death, rather it gives life in the face of death. The righteous perishes, and no man takes it to heart. Merciful men are taken away, while no one considers that the righteous is taken away from evil. He shall enter into peace, they shall rest in their beds. As you rest, you are given security, heavenly security, which can only lead to refreshment. You can rest because Christ has won your peace. You have peace because Christ gives you rest. There is much of God's word that we read during Holy Week. And on this very subject of rest, hear a sermon by the Holy Spirit himself 
recorded in the book of Hebrews. While the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listened. For we who have believed enter that rest, as he said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest, although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this passage he said, They shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of disobedience, again he appoints a certain day, today, saying that through David so long afterward in the words already quoted, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken of another day later on. So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. Brothers and sisters in Christ, today is that day. Jesus has died and risen again. He has walked through the valley of the shadow of death for you. This is not idleness. This is not in sloth. This is not in excessive busyness. This is true eternal rest. This day Holy Saturday reminds us that even in our death, we can truly say, rest in peace. It is just as Jesus said, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Your eternal rest awaits. Your resurrection awaits. On the altar we behold Jesus through bread and wine. We receive Jesus. Through his word and in his sacraments, you have peace. The very real death and resurrection is given to you in very real ways. In him is your peace. In him you can rest in peace and security as your sins are forgiven. In him the busy world is hushed if only for a moment and rest is given. Take, eat, take, Drink, this is my body, this is my blood, poured out for you. The work of salvation is done for you. Go in peace. Amen. May that peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We sing hymn TLH 594. When my last hour is close at hand.
When my last hour is close at hand, Lord Jesus Christ, attend me. Beside me then, O Savior, stand to comfort and defend me. Into thy hands I will commend my soul at this my earthly end. And thou wilt keep it safely. My sins, dear Lord, disturb me sore. My conscience cannot slumber. But thou ascends upon the shore. My sins may be in number, I will not quail but think of thee, thy death, thy sorrow born for me, thy suffering shall uphold me. I am a branch in thee, the vine, and hence the comfort borrow, that thou wilt surely keep me thine, through fear and pain and sorrow. And when I die, I die to thee, Thy precious death hath won for me the life that never endeth. <clears throat> Since thou the power of death didst rend, in death thou wilt not leave me. Since thou didst into heaven ascend, no fear of death shall grieve me, for where thou art there shall I be, that I may ever live with thee. That is my hope when dying. My spirit I commend to thee, and gladly hence betake me. Peaceful and calm my sleep shall be, no human voice can wake me, but Christ is with me through the strife, and he will bear me into life, and open heaven before me. Continue with prayer on page 265. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon, 
with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the holy Christian church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. O God, creator of heaven and earth, grant that as the crucified body of your dear Son was laid in the tomb and rested on this holy Sabbath, so we may await with him the coming of the third day and rise with him to newness of life, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Amen.